0: Hey, what is up guys? Welcome in to the Cincinnati Reds Fan Podcast. My name is Jordan Biddle. I am your host. If you guys haven't already checked out my Twitter, that is at RedsNation5, at Nation 5 on Twitter. Um, please go check it out and um, give me some questions to answer and uh, Yeah. Uh, go check out my Twitter. Anyway, um, so we have a lot of things to talk about today, uh, including the Cubs uh, game, uh, uh, Reds and Cubs game yesterday. Uh, the Cubs absolutely thrashed the Reds, thrashed the Reds 11-4 to yesterday. Mally had an awful, awful uh, start. Uh, He hasn't looked good at all this year. Uh, His ERA is up to 6.32. Eight earned runs, nine hits, three walks, six strikeouts, two home runs, and only four innings pitched. In my opinion, uh, Bell should have taken him out um, after three innings, um, or after the fourth inning, Um, but, you know, that didn't happen. Uh, That's something I wanted to talk about. But um, another thing I wanted to talk about today is Sinzel. Um, where he's at, uh, Brandon Drury and how he's, he's been a decent pickup. Um, you know, and then another thing with, with, uh, moving players around and, um, yeah, throughout the lineup, uh, we're just going to talk about how this team has been managed. Um, for, for the fa- past four, um, seasons, uh, of this podcast, I've said the same thing. I've said the exact same thing. Why are you moving around the lineup? Why are you moving around the lineup the way David Bell is? Naquin batting leadoff. Senzel batting leadoff. Drury batting leadoff. Uh, uh, Stevenson batting fifth, fourth, third, second. I mean, I think he was, he's even batted leadoff one time this year. Why is he doing that? It makes no sense. Pick a spot for a guy and leave him there. You can't get comfortable if you're being moved through the lineup every other day or every other day or every day sorry but I mean why are we moving these guys all around constantly the mental part of this game is not something you joke around with and yes it's real okay you cannot keep moving guys around the way David Bell is. It's ridiculous. Even Kyle Farmer said on the Jim Day podcast, when you when you have when you have something new, when you do something new in baseball, it can mess with your mind. He was talking about something different, but it's the same concept. When you experience something new, when you change the position, when you when you uh, change a, 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 a spot in the uh, batting order, like move from first to ninth, I don't know, just an example, it can mess with you. You have to leave the guys in the same order. Now, after 10, 15 games, if it's not working, that's when you switch it up not every day. You don't switch it up every day. Sinzel was batting first yesterday or two days ago. He was batting seventh t- or yesterday. This is absurd. It's ridiculous. The way David Bell is managing this team is going to absolutely hurt us in the future. Like I've said before, as long as David Bell is managing this team, the Reds will not be successful. I mean, I'll, I'll keep saying it, and I, I, I'm going to stick with that. It's ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm tired of David Bell. He just needs to go. Of course, he's not going to. The guy who's going to go is Nick Craw. Nick Craw is going to take the 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 the. Uh, the full force of this, and you know, I don't know if he deserves it, Uh, he's not a, a good general manager, he shouldn't be a general manager, but, whatever, none of these guys, the, the owner shouldn't be here, the general, general manager shouldn't be here, the manager shouldn't be here, everything, that has to do, with a manager, general manager, or owner, just needs to go, it's just annoying, I don't know, I don't know, anyway, um, Enough of that I guess. Um, let's talk about Tyler Malley. Boy oh boy. Two and five on the season, six point three two ERA. I mean I I don't know. I think he's given up. And then another another thing with, with David Bell, just to just go backwards a little bit, why the hell did did David Bell leave in Tyler Malley for the fifth inning? Or try to at least. Mally was throwing off the, the the Reds were in that game. They were in that game. In the 5th inning. Until they gave up 5 runs. Why why okay, so Malley was up to 95 95 plus pitches. And David Bell had David Bell had yet to get a guy going in the bullpen. How does that make sense? He had already given up five runs. Five! And David Bell didn't get a guy up in the bullpen? Are you kidding me? And then once Tyler Malley continued to struggle, that's when David Bell decided to get Sessa up. And then after that, they only gave him four or five pitches for Sessa to warm up and then Sessa came in and continued the big drought this is a sign of a horrible manager the Reds could have won that game the reason why the offense stopped is because why would they keep going they were down 10 to two almost the whole game. Or half the game, sorry, sorry. But whatever, why Why would I wanna go up to the plate and try to succeed? I, I mean, it's just draining me of energy. There's no motivation going to the plate when the manager is screwing up all the time and these guys have to know this Joey Vado, Jonathan India, Tyler Stevenson they have to know that David Bell doesn't know what he's doing and these guys are baseball geniuses there's a reason why they're professional baseball players David Bell, they, I mean they have to think he's dumb he might be a good guy that's fine, I don't care he's an awful manager, period he needs to go I mean this is this has gotten absurd, guys. I mean it's absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, back to Miley's start. I mean, we're not going to be able to get a top 300 prospect for this guy. I mean, at this point the Reds might they're not going they're not going to be able to trade him because his value to us is a lot it's 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 a lot better than what six point three or six point three two ERA is? I mean, this this guy is a, a three four uh, two three st- uh, uh, starting pitcher in their rotation. You now you pair him with a with a uh, prospect, you could get a decent prospect out of the, the out of Mally. He's just not delivering this year. I don't know if, the, if it's the confidence. I don't know if it's because the team just is awful this year. I don't know. Personally, it would suck to to, to, to play for a, a bad team. Because you know you're part of that team. Why would you want to play? I love baseball. I would play my heart out every single day. But some people are different. Mally has been absolutely awful this year. And, and, and something has to be figured out. I think it's his control. His control. I mean, Mally is normally. His control is normally superb. That's that's the reason why he got brought up so quickly. It's because of his control. But his control this year has been off. It's been a little off. I don't know if it's because he's getting paid a lot of money. He just decided to take a couple weeks or decided to, to, to pull back on, on or the workload. I don't know. But something needs to be figured out. And figured out fast. Because we're not going to be able to get any prospects out of him. And we're, we're sure as hell not going to keep pitching him. If he has a 6.32 ERA and giving up 8 runs. He's got great stuff. He's got a good chance. He's got a good curveball. He's... In, his fastball is is uh, he, he's usually pretty on point with his fastball, but recently just not. This year, not. It's been awful. Um, another guy I wanted to talk about some 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 things I've been uh, noticing with Nick Zell. Dude's been looking good. Strong plate appearances. I mean, really good plate appearances. He, yesterday he had. Uh, Four really good at-bats. One at-bat, he he hit a ball really far. Just, it was caught. (laughs) But it was hit hard, okay? The other one, he hit to right field on a line, but it was right to the right fielder. He had, um, I believe he had a... um, if I'm not mistaken, he had an extra base hit. Let me see here. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, let's see. Batters. I think, I think Sinzo, it might have been a single. Um, hold on a second. Let me try to figure this out. Anyway, Sinzo had a hit yesterday. Um, and he, he was looking very good. I just want to leave that there. Um... I'm I'm very excited for Sinzel. I, I, I still can't give up on him. Sinzel was a top 10 prospect in Major League Baseball. You can't give up on a guy like that. Just because he's had injury after injury after injury. Imagine if he could just get a full year. Personally, I think he could be great. His defense in the outfield and center field has been so good. I think he could win a gold glove. And And, and saying that about a center fielder... Is saying a lot because there's a lot of good center fielders out there, but the plays that he makes out there, he's not afraid of anything. You know, a lot of guys get to the warning track and they're scared to catch the ball. Not Sinzel. It's it, it, it's a it's a good and bad thing because he could get hurt a lot. He's like a glass cannon, and I, I don't know if you guys know what a glass cannon is, but he's made of glass technically. Um, but I, I the way the way Sinzel's been looking at uh at the plate. He's only been back what two games now, but he's been looking really good. You know, ever since he came back, just hitting the ball, just the the, the ball has been just been um, coming off his bat so clean, so nicely, hard too. So, um, I'm glad to see him get that hit yesterday. He's only batting 180 on the year, but I, I expect for him for that to go up. I really do. He's only 27 years of age. I mean, he's it, actually if, yeah, he's only 27. But um, I expect him to, to to really bounce back. Actually, I think he's 26. He'll be 27 soon. But anyway, um, I, I I fully I really do expect him to bounce back. You know, I, I there's a reason there's a big reason why he was a top 10 prospect. You know, I, I, I um I think he'll bounce back. I think he'll start doing really good as long as he stays healthy. Um, I really expect him to, to, to really do good here soon. Um, but um, I just wanted to get that across. Don't give up on Nick Zell. Please, don't give up on him. Because every time he gets up to the plate, I'm just like, dude, I know you got it in you. I know you have it in you. Every once in a while, he hit a ball so hard. But it's at a guy. It reminds me of Jesse Winker. Do you remember the years before he was an All-Star? Jesse Winker was the most unlucky player, literally, by stats. He was on MLB.com, or MLB.com, MLB Network. I remember them talking about him. Uh, Jesse Winker was the number one most unlucky hitter in the major leagues because every time he hit the ball hard, it was a liner right at an outfielder or a player or you know they made a good play on it or whatever. He hit the ball hard. Mark my words, Sinzel is going to break out. He, I'm telling you, he's there. He's right there. Uh, but last thing I wanted to talk about is the clubhouse. What's the clubhouse? What is the clubhouse? Right? Are are they feeling good? Are they feeling bad? Are they making friends? Are they? Are you know? Are there, is there fights? Is there trouble? I don't know. You know, again, Kyle Farmer the other day on on the Gym Day podcast. Was talking about how when Jesse Winker got traded, Miley, Sonny Gray, Suarez, etc. When all these guys got traded from the clubhouse, you know the clubhouse was so tight. Uh, you know Castiano, Samir Garrett. You know I could name keep going, but when they when they all got traded, it's like a family fell apart. You know, new guys came in, Brandon Drury, Reynolds, uh, Colin Moran, uh, you know, guys were coming up, Lodolo, Green, Ashcraft, um, etc. You know, all these guys coming up, all these guys coming in, fam, and they had to learn, or they had to, to, to get to know everybody. You guys know, like, ever, you remember going to high school, you know, for your first day of high school. Uh, or going to a new school, or going to a new church or something like that. Walking in, you don't know anyone. You don't know anybody. You don't know their personality, you don't know um, anything. But he was talking about how everybody technically had to get to know everybody and it was like a restart button. It wasn't easy. You know, they didn't click as well as as the old team did because they 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 all grew up uh, through the minor league systems, uh, grew up for a couple of years, grew, grew together for a couple of years in the major leagues, and played together for a while, and, you know, they, they grew together together as a family. They were good together, they were bad together, but they had to grow a new team. It's not easy doing that. You know, it's, every time you're talking about a rebuild, it's not just gaining players, it's not losing players, it's... Gaining confidence, losing confidence. That's what's going on right now. That's the reason why the Reds went on that stretch, in my opinion, is because nobody knew how to click. It's not just... It's an individual sport, yes, but at the same time, you have to grow as a as a team, as a family as well. And it's very hard. It's very hard, in my opinion. Um, but, you know... Hopefully they can get together, um, get to know each other a lot better here soon. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to see because it's not just it's not just you know get up to the plate hit. You have to go into the clubhouse, uh, deal with the guys, you know, make friends. You know, sometimes even make enemies. You know, deal with enemies and stuff. In um, the clubhouse, you know, you have to travel with them for 162 games it's it's not it's not easy, sometimes it can be, but you know the bond that the, the, the team last year that they had was something special. I'm telling you guys, it's not like a normal ball club. And that's that that's a really tough tough thing to go through, you know. Uh, but one more thing I wanted to talk about was Aristides Aquino. Okay. So Aristides Aquino's average is up to one twenty, whip do. doo. Um Listen, if Aristides Aquino, if he can figure out just how to hit, I think we have our right fielder. Now, listen, I don't think he's going to be our future right fielder, okay? But if he somehow becomes a good hitter, you can't replace him. He's got great defense. His arm is probably top five arm in the league. And if he could just figure out how to hit 30, 40 bombs and just bat 250, you can't replace him. You can't replace him. Unless you find a Bryce Harper down in your minor league system, which is going to be one in a million. So that's probably not going to happen. But in my opinion... Aristides Aquino is just going to be a guy in AAA coming up and down. But boy, I hope I, I, I honestly I'm rooting for the guy. I really am. I truly am. But um I, I I I just wanted to touch on that as well. Um anyway, um I think that's all I have for you to uh for you guys today. Only a twenty minute episode, but it is what it is. Um I wanted to touch on yesterday's game and a, and a couple things with David Bell. Uh I'm not happy. I'm not happy with David Bell, um, the way he's managing this team. Yesterday, and even the day before, uh, with Vladimir Gutierrez, he was struggling, and, and he, even, uh, then, uh, David Bell continued to just wait and wait and wait to get a guy up in the bullpen. It was, it's just hard to watch, guys. It really is. I, I hate it. I hate it. Um, but anyway, um, I think that's all I have for you guys today. I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, hit me as uh, hit me up at Res Nation5. That is at Res Nation 5 on Twitter. If you guys have any questions. And uh, I will see you guys for the next episode. Adios.